Welcome to Final Checkpoint episode 69, our last episode of this wretched 2020 year where each week we reacted to the latest video game news and talked about games we played while we were trapped inside of our own filth. <laughs> My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. Ben. Yes. It was Christmas. It passed by us rather quickly. How was yours? Uh, whatever. Oh. That's whatever. I haven't yeah. talked about it. My parents were quarantining, so they're fine. But so I just stayed home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stayed home. Uh, yep. That's Christmas. Did you get yourself anything for Christmas? I buy myself shit all the time, so. That's true. Uh, I don't, I don't, no, I don't think so, actually. Nothing like this week. Oh my gosh, it's Christmas. Let's splurge and buy some garbage. Yeah. Not yet. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, it's more exciting for you. You have kids. I, I'm all alone here in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christmas is, um, it's that time of year where I get to watch my kids open a ton of presents and then I get kind of sick at the same time because I'm like, oh man, do they like care about what they're getting? Did I yeah. did like we do good? Why are they still playing with like their old stuff and not their new stuff? What's going on here? <laughs> like, so each of my kids got a Nintendo Switch Lite, which is cool because that's what they wanted. That's what they put on their list. That was like the big ticket item for them. So we got them that, and then we ran into the mess of like, okay, well, what games? Like, how does this work? How does the account situation work on this thing? Oh no, because. Not only do I buy digital games, but we have some games cartridge-based. Um, we have my Nintendo Online account. They don't have one. have my year membership. That whole mess. Turns out um, it doesn't work very well. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, no. Not great, but um, that's okay. I mean, the only real game that I think now we regret buying digitally is just Animal Crossing. Because that would be a game that we would want to share. Mm -hmm. But even that would be a mess because I don't know how that would work for them because they're islands on my island. So I don't yeah, know do they the want to be on yeah. uh, each other's islands or? Yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't. I don't know how that would work. But I don't think it does work. To be honest with you, it it, it just Nintendo's a mess with that thing but Animal Crossing is also a mess with that thing because it's kind of like well is there should be a way like if you delete a profile off your switch that their island goes away or something you know some some form of that or like vote them off the island I don't know either way um they got some cool games though like um one of my sons got Yoshi's Crafted World okay and he's been playing that and I'm like oh cool like I can't wait to borrow that when you're done because I'm definitely gonna play it good yeah, and then uh, my other son got uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, uh, and same thing. I can't wait to borrow that when you're done yeah. with it. So, it's like I got games. There you go. It's a double pretty gift. Cool. It's a double gift, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, pretty cool. They're they're nice little things, and, like, they're nice little handhelds, and they, they're super light, and, you know, the screens are pretty pretty big. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They still seem They still seem pretty nice. I don't know. I'm... That's pretty cool. happy with them. I've never actually yeah. seen one in person. Really? No. No. There, you know, it's it's I would say it's pretty close to the same size. Um yeah, I don't know. It, it's not I held one, played it a little bit. I was like, this this is nice. It's nice. 
You did Sons. good, kid. They 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 did good. You did good, Nintendo. If only you did better in other aspects of your life. Nintendo. Every other aspect. Every other aspect, yeah. Um, but they got some other cool stuff. Um, they got a lot of toys that they like. I don't know. A lot of gift cards, and they've spent them already <laughs> on like stuff that they wanted. We always let them spend their gift cards because um, we're always afraid they're going to lose them. Okay. Their cash, we make them save it. Like, just save it. Don't go spending your cash. Just learn to save it. And then if you want to save up for something big at some time at some point, then do that. Uh-huh. So that's, that's nice. Good. Yeah. 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 Um, I got a couple items. I got a stream deck, one of those Elgato stream decks. My wife got me one of those. She knows I've been wanting one for a while, so she got me one of those. Um, I got a couple shirts. And it's usually like the only time I buy clothes is Christmas because <laughs> that's when I get gifted shirts. So I'm like, perfect. I got some new shirts. Um <laughs> And then she bought me like fiberglass chopsticks, like a giant pack of them, because I'm always trying to hoard them from like Panda Express. Oh. Because I eat a lot of like just ramen noodles and stuff like that. And I'm always complaining. I'm like, I would rather eat these with chopsticks than a fork. And and there you go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Um, I'm like a giant child when it comes to that. Uh, the chopstick or just gifts just gifts in general like i i I get excited for christmas because i know i'm at least gonna get like a couple things that i really want that i've been waiting for that i haven't bought myself yet you know sure yeah but yeah it it was a nice time we uh we hung out with just our very close family that we've seen throughout quarantine just that that we know haven't had covid or anything and we just uh spent a little bit of time together on christmas day just like eating some prime rib, which was really good. <laughs> and uh, we did a little bit of a white elephant gift exchange. I ended up with like a, a popcorn maker, which was pretty cool. A popcorn popper? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. a full on like thing. It's it awake now. Popcorn. Pretty nifty. Pretty nifty gifty. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Um, but yeah, nice. Not, not bad. I mean, it's, it's a weird year. So sure. usually, usually it's a huge get together and, a lot more food and a lot more people. A lot more alcohol this year is a little more chill and, and laid back. So, um, But overall, not not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. But you can find this podcast on most of your local podcast services like Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and thegamefanatics.com. The video version of this podcast is available on youtube.com slash checkpoint. You can and are possibly watching live by following us at twitch.tv slash checkpoint. We're on here every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Adjust accordingly if you must. Google it. That's what I do sometimes because time zones are stupid. Um, ben, we got some topics. It's episode 69. Nice. Nice. The nice episode. Um, Ooh, the nice episode. Yeah, the nice episode. I like um that. So we're being nice. People in chat, say something. We'll be nice to you. No. Um, people in the comments, I don't I'm, know. I'm not Depends. talking to them. Yeah, we're, we might not talk to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've got some uh, interesting things to talk about, I'm sure. Item number one is a bit of a mystery, but um, we're going to talk about a couple news items, and we got some special things to talk about later, too. Uh, ben, why don't you hit us with this mystery item number one on our list here? Okay. 
Hold on to your tits. Jesus. Make sure you got some oil, because there's going to be some chafing. Oh my God. If you're not protected from the super sexy episode 69 fucktacular. Good Lord. Would you believe I just made that all up? Because um, <laughs> I did. Um, we were going to have episode 60. Well, it's just how numbers work, right? Mm-hmm. You count and then they get up to 69. They tend to work like that. So I thought, and it's the year, end of the year. Let's do something stupid and do a little video game sexy time goofy segment. Now, when we originally talked about this, you said you were going to have something to add to this. So now it's just my two, three things. It it is because I I definitely had a long week, so I wasn't sure (laughs) what to do for this episode. Yeah, well, you're just a dumb little... Anything from you? Jesus! Oh my God! We're gonna lose. (laughs) Hey, we're gonna lose some listeners. You put the explicit tag, and I'm using it. Oh my God! This is your fault for the. It's usually for the shits and fucks. I mean, you created me. (laughs) How do we kill it? (laughs) Oh, it's unstoppable. It's too powerful now. Just wait till episode seventy, and then it's over. Oh gosh! You had your warning. Okay, (laughs) children. Of which there are none here. <laughs> They're all they they know they know this stuff. Uh okay, let's just go. Okay. <laughs> First question, Joel. Have Mario and Peach ever had sex? No. No. I'm thinking no, no as well. I'm thinking they are they have the same anatomy as a Barbie doll and a Ken doll. <laughs> There's nothing there. I, I was thinking more uh they're like acquaintances and this all the adventures Mario goes on are just delusions. <laughs> he never actually met this peach. He drank some Drano and he's just imagining everything. <laughs> like literally him and Luigi are in some apartment plunging a toilet and Mario's daydreaming about saving the the galaxy or some shit for Peach. And it's like, bro, dude. Gotta, That's why you always hear Luigi going, Mario, because he's just like, wake up, dude. Wake up. Please. Gotta help. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. Oh God. Another goofy, goofy one. And, and you can explain this. Okay. What's the deal, and should we be concerned, about the, the emphasis and the hype for dating within the Persona games, because these kids are all in high school. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's a little concerning, yeah, for sure. Um, because at one point you're you could date your teacher, um, you could date this doctor. Mm-hmm. So it's weird for sure, right? Um, I'm trying to think, is there is there a game? I feel like I played a game where you. You're a, a teacher that dates his students. Am I thinking of Fire Emblem? Yeah. Oh, you might be. But the eight Fire Emblem Three Houses, where you you can not you don't date your students. But then it's but you, like a it's five kind of, year it's kind time of jump, and they're all adults. Yeah, but like it's almost like you're grooming them. And wasn't there this whole thing this last year about grooming? Oh, you're definitely <laughs> yeah, just this year. Um. Yeah, just this year. So now that's funny. this happens a lot in like anime and like. 
obviously jrpgs and yeah i think the age for reference i think the age of consent in japan is like 14 15 it's it's younger yeah and and it's definitely really weird playing games like that it's still weird yeah it's very weird it's and it happens a lot in in those types of games anime-esque games it's Mm -hmm. definitely very much so a lot in those games so to me it's odd um it's never that's why i think i think for me that's why like i tend to always go for the more mature relationships in those games like going for the teacher or the the doctor rather than going for the students because that's what i did in persona 5 i went for the teacher and the doctor so i don't know Uh, it's really odd it is odd uh now granted these relationships it's not like they're more like friendships with winks, I guess. Yeah, with the little shy giggles and... Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like Hand-holding. sex scenes or something? Definitely not, no. <laughs> that, Maybe that's... massaging, like, with the teacher who's, like, the maid, but she massages you. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's just so you learn better. That's true, to yeah. wake you back up so that you can go back out on the town. That's true. That does happen in Persona 5. Does God? It's fucking it stupid as shit. Uh, yeah, I I don't, and I think everyone's uh, like, who's best girl? Is is just weird when you start thinking about they're all like sixteen or seventeen. True, especially just, since it's Mikado, obviously. I don't. I'm still not sure who that is. Uh, I know I've seen a picture. I I don't. It's not the doctor. I liked the doctor, the goth doctor. Yeah, she's cool. She's cool. I forgot her name, but I mean, I played the game like two years ago. I don't remember. Yeah, dude, I had this sudden urge to like want to play it, but I told myself if I were to ever replay that game, it'd be the royal right version, which sounds stupid for me to say out loud. The royal version, but um, just because the new character looks cool, and just because I hear all the extra content, it's just like, but do I really want to lose? Years of my life in that no. game. <laughs> Gosh. No, we already did this year, so yeah, I'm gonna do True. it again. Uh, let's see, one more question or two more questions. Uh, oh, on a similar vein of the romance options, what game franchise should add a romance dating element? Oh, hmm. Because this one's tough because there's a lot of franchises out here that don't have dating. <laughs> well, like Animal Crossing is too adorable to add something like that. I think it would completely throw off. Oh, I'm fucking all these villagers already. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, they're so weird. What's in that box? My dick. <laughs> yeah, I should, oh, probably gosh. shouldn't add it into that game. No, no, no. no. Um. Man, that's hard to think about because I'm trying to think of a game that it would fit in, like that it would make sense in. Sure. I liked the addition um, of it in Fire Emblem. I know it wasn't original to Three Houses. They had that in uh, Awakening, I believe it was. Yeah. But uh, that's that makes sense. You're on the battlefield. It's kind of this Bond thing. Sure. But yeah, I, it's tough to think of a, an actual franchise that would use it well. And I almost feel like a lot of franchises don't do a good job. Uh, I mean, just thinking of Mass Effect, and it's almost like, I guess this person, because I'm here with them all the time, and then in the yeah. next game they're gone, 
I'm like, well, I guess I'm cheating on you. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I feel like for me the the only game that it really well, I mean, there's a couple games where it really like meant something, and it was like crucial to the plot. Was like for me, Dragon Age Origins was huge because since the love interest was Morrigan, the sorceress who was like the daughter of the main villain of the game. And then the child that you have with her, you kind of make this huge decision at, at the main point of the game where it's like, do you sacrifice your life? Which then like, and your she takes your child and goes off to raise your child. I don't know. It, it's, I try to remember like the part of the story of like what happens, but she ends up taking your child with her and living and you sacrifice your life in order for your child to live or something like that. Hmm. But you choosing to be with her was part of that as well. And so that was like a huge plot point. And that's where I was like, well, damn, the hot, hot mage sorceress. Hell yeah, dude, I'm in. <laughs> and, um, and then like Stardew Valley, right? Like that's part of the main story of oh, that okay, game. Is like yeah. you're, you're choosing a wife, you're building out your farm. She comes to live with you. You guys could have a kid. You could also get divorced. You could also have too many girlfriends. Wow. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. Like, uh, that that game because part of that game is like the first year i think the second year um you go to this festival i think it's festival the daisies or something like that and the first year nobody dances with you because you don't have a partner and then you find so you sit there and it shows you by yourself so you kind of feel like you kind of feel that disconnect from this from the village of like man i'm alone i want to be part of the the village so then you work through the next year not only building up your farm, but getting to know the people and, build, and giving them gifts and building those relationships so that you can become, you know, you can have better relationships and then you find your match. And then the next year or whenever you finally build that relationship, you do get to ask that partner to dance with you. And so that, to me, it's important to that part of the story. I'm trying to think what other games would have something like that, mm. that where it's crucial. Can you think of a game that, where it was like crucial to the story or like that it made sense in that world not does, one does, did fallout have anything like that i don't know if fallout had anything like that no i don't think so i can't think of one that had like choices so you could pick a mate and then it was still that integral to the plot hmm. i don't know fallout doesn't that could be interesting um i feel like fallout has too much killing going around that it doesn't quite fit right 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 hmm i wonder i don't know interesting i guess there's a whole dating visual novel uh genre we're missing that has yeah it. that's true that's true obviously there's a, there's probably a lot that we're missing in that whole subsection of that genre probably a lot of rpgs that have it that we're just not thinking of very very true yeah just gotta play all games. right that's it 69's over. 69, yeah. Um, dang, I had I had a thought in my head too about like um It's over now. Okay. It's over. The, the moment's passed. I don't want to now. You don't want to have it's it's broken <laughs> your heart. Unless you actually have a topic. No, I was just thinking more along that question that you had about what game you felt used it um used it well. Used it well, but we were just kind of discussing. It's along the same line, so I didn't think it really fit there. I started, well, I'll, I'll talk about this here because I just barely started the game, so I won't talk about it in uh, games I'm playing. But it's it's a new game called Haven. 
Uh, and it's, oh, it's, it's on Game Pass? Yeah, it's on Game Pass. That's okay. what I'm playing. And you, uh, you've probably seen it. It's the one where you're like flying around on grass and there's like a partner with you. Mm-hmm. And it's this couple. And it's, it's really cute. And they're clearly in love and they talk to each other. And, and then they're flying around to like hold hands sometimes. It's really, it's, it's really sweet. And I kind of was thinking about it as I, don't, I can't think of a game where you play as a couple. Like an actual couple that is in this part of the relationship. It, it is really interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, I played like half is an it- hour. Do you like okay? So you just I, I like it, um, I like it, but I, I just so early. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Well, that let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. I think, uh, I think your intro to this section really, really mo- disturbed me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna be able to recover. <laughs> that was the plan. Was to was to shock and awe. I I might have to enter therapy after this, but <laughs> yeah, I might have to go and bleep it all out. <laughs> I you know I might do that for the audio just do the <laughs> it might be funnier with the beeps <laughs> I think it would I think that'd be funny um <sighs> we have like one real news topic yeah and t- the, explain and this then, to me because I didn't see this so I was reading there's this article on theverge.com um author is Nick Stat so Cyberpunk sold very well despite its disastrous launch um. <laughs> It sold 13, it broke 13 million copies sold, which is crazy. It had 8 million copies, I think, pre-ordered, pre-ordered already, yeah. so, which is pretty crazy. Um, this, is, this includes process refunds, which is nuts to me. I mean, I, I, I guess, I don't know if they're really, like, are they going there through there and really subtracting refunds, or, or was there even that many? I, Do you think there's really that many refunds to where it would even tick the number down? We'll never, we'll never know how many refunds yeah. there were. Yeah, but if it was above five figures, I'd be stunned. Yeah, I just don't see that many people like refunding and maybe just being like, "I'll just wait for the patch." I, yeah, I, I do. I feel like a lot of people, I'll just wait, or a lot of people, as as much as we can complain about how bad it is on like base PS4 and Xbox One, I'm sure a lot of people are still very impressed with it visually, and are like, "Well, this doesn't run well, but whatever." They just kind of okay with it. People forget that it's the tired example. Like those GTA games ran at like twenty frames per second, and everyone loved them. Yeah. So I don't know if it's that big of a deal. Yeah, and also most people that are sending hate to CD Projekt Red are probably people that don't even own the game. Yeah. So well, and like also this thirteen million, we already knew over half of that eight million pre-orders was on PC. I would assume they're all good that that yeah like so that means over half of this is probably on PC as well so then that limits your pool a lot of those copies are probably on next gen or on the pro version because this is a air quotes hardcore leaning game I I just don't see that many people really uh, returning this a lot of people might buy this and not even know this is an option Although I will say, I talked to my parents, they brought it up. It had become such a big thing that they had heard about how bad this launch was. Really? Yes. Oh my God. Dang. So it's, it's possible, but, but again, I can't imagine it was, I, I mean, 
if if they're like, oh, a million people returned this, yeah. I would, I that's the most shocking thing I could ever hear. I I, I cannot imagine that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now I I do think it's been overblown. It's not been overblown how bad it is on console, but it has been overblown. Just given the example we've we've given of how many other games are on PlayStation Network that are just shitty games that no one cares about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, they had a quiet week, which is nice. I think, you know, with the holidays here, everyone took a week off of bashing cyberpunk or, you know, making it their (laughs) making it their podium to talk about something else. (laughs) There was that article that it was like compared them to Hitler or something. What was it? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Very bad take. I think that was uh, I forgot what website that was, but they've been they've been kind of up up in the news a lot, too. Um. Shit, what was I'm going to find the article. Oh, yeah, that oh, was yeah. A really 2077 is game of the year, but only in the same way that Hitler was uh, the time person of the year. Jeez. <laughs> which, is, which is a good title, and, and I see where they're coming from, but it's not quite the same. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a little different. It's just, it's just bad to make those types of comparisons <laughs> when you're talking about video games. It's generally a faux pas not, not to compare someone to to hitler one of the worst people ever yeah yeah i i just think that it's you know i i think they need to, i think people in the in game journalism need to get off their high horse of doing stuff like that and really the hyperbole of like it's so bad it's as bad as hitler like that kind of shit needs to stop because it's getting out of control it <laughs> is out just, of control yeah it's it, it's really it really needs, that's why that's why people don't like them <laughs> yeah this is why people don't like you this is yeah, why people don't invite you to the parties anymore stupid opinions yeah um and, yeah there was there was actually another thing and i i i regret that we didn't bring it up last week but um and it's something we talked about a lot during cyberpunk um when it first released but you you made this point about how nobody reports on games media um oh that's and right. they're yeah and they're um crap why am i blanking on it the but crunch they're, for a review they're period. crunch for games yeah for games media and their reviews and stuff like that and and cory barlog from uh uh san sony, sony santa, santa monica. monica that's hard to say brought it up and he straight up said it. how come nobody brought this shit? and you could see you could see like i think callie plaguey even said something about it like underneath there like yeah almost like she was quietly saying it but like replied yeah, in the that that was the, to the tweet yeah there were, it was it was quietly discussed in there but nobody talks about it yeah in the replies to that tweet there are everyone that you probably have heard of at ign or GameSpot or etc yeah. and they're all in there being like yeah this is a thing but mm-hmm. they're not going any further than saying like yep. this is bad or i didn't like this or, or not it was just like this is a thing that happens almost like they're worried for their jobs. Yep. Which is like, probably true. Like, Corey, keep it down. Come on, man. But like, dude, man, you can't, you can't treat one person with the illness and you also have the illness and act like it's going to be just better for you then too. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Don't you can tell Corey's sense. like screenshotting those and he's like, all right, you guys come out with bullshit about, the next God of War having some <laughs> some crunch. Right, you guys right. just wait. <laughs> you guys just wait. I like his little instigator comment. That it was really good. It was yeah, yeah. As soon as I read that, I was like, "Oh, 
Ben. Ben. <laughs> I think I brought that up like this summer, right? Yeah. With, when the first crunch shit was happening for whatever yeah. game that was. It was probably for Cyber Cyberpunk, probably. <laughs> or it might have been uh Last of Us. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was it was, I think it was Last of Us. Yeah. Thought that was interesting, but um, you know, Cyberpunk had a quiet week, they had some big sales, thought it was nice to report some at least one game related news item this week. Sure, gotta have some games on here. Yeah, I guess. You yeah, haven't seen how many podcast. games I played on Game Pass this week, so there's a lot of games. True, true, true. All right. Let's move on to the next item. I guess we saw some movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a gift to everybody, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to spoil all of them. <laughs> um, I, you know what? Honestly, I couldn't spoil Tenet for you because I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Okay. But what were your thoughts on Tenet? I, I like it. Um, I, I love it conceptually, mm-hmm. and I really like thinking about it and reading articles and things about it. And I think it's executed executed super well yeah (laughs) weird emphasis um (laughs) but but it's just like it's fine you know what i mean it 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 was good Uh, yeah its idea and its and its execution are way better than what it is and its writing is sometimes very strange like bad dialogue for no reason it's very up its own ass where it's Mm. like no I'm the protagonist. Bennett, Bennett, like, all right, fucking, just <laughs> shut up. Uh, but a lot of the stuff is is super cool, and I love time travel movies. And this is a time travel movie in a very interesting way. Like something that, like the way they did it, was very interesting. Yes, and very confusing. Very confusing too. Yeah, that like I think I need to watch it a few more times before I really wrap my head around it. Definitely, I've, o- yeah. I've only seen it all the way through once, and then I saw I think maybe the last half again. Okay. So I I feel like I feel like I need to watch it again, like completely in one more sitting, and just really pay extra attention to it because there's just so much of it that I was just like I would watch it, and I as it would happen, I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> like well, I'd yeah, start squinting at the screen even though I could see it perfectly I'd be like wait what <laughs> I don't get it it's funny they did they had like a whole five minutes that, that's the other problem with the movie is the pacing I felt like the first half is very slow but also it just moves from thing to thing before I even know what's happening so yeah. it, it's like okay, okay what what uh, and now we're propelling off this roof and now we're doing this now we're just like I don't even know why you're doing any of this <laughs> what but they spend five minutes with the with the lady and the gun, like the bullets go back into the gun, and I'm and I'm looking at this like this barely makes sense, but I think I understand this. But they spend a lot of time explaining that, and then they spend like twenty seconds talking about the fucking time machine. <laughs> That's yeah. the most confusing part. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah, right. it was. I I was waiting so long to see it, and then once I finally saw it, I was like. Man, I don't, I don't know how to feel after this thing. I, really? Yeah, sure. I agree. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, I will say, as bad as his fucking sound mixes are with the audio, the dialogue, mm-hmm. I, I turned subtitles on about 15 minutes in. I was like, I can't with this fucking guy. Uh, but the rest of the movie, everything else. I, is... I watch a lot of movies with subtitles, and sometimes oh, sure. I don't even notice them anymore. I, like I, I read them, but I don't notice that they're on. I just forget about it. Well, when they're on, I just read them. If my brain yeah. just makes me read them, so yeah, I have me too. to. Me too. Yeah. 
But uh, besides the audio, the, the sound mixing on my crazy, obnoxious setup was just like shaking the room. Awesome. He does a good job nice. with everything else of the sound, not the dialogue. Cool. Yes. Shall we talk about Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman! You know, I overall, I like enjoyed watching it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's like a great movie overall, but like no. I still, I enjoyed it. And I'll probably see it again and probably still enjoy it. It's just like, I don't, I don't know what I was expecting out of it. I enjoyed the first one for the most part. I really like Chris Pine's character. Sure. And I think... I think they have good chemistry together, him and one and Gal Gadot or whatever. Like they have good chemistry together as like an on-screen duo. I just think Wonder Woman's character is so weird. Like it's just such an odd character, and I feel like it's not really just portrayed well in the movies, mm. especially watching like a lot of um, Justice League, like the animated series, and seeing her character in like. The Justice League movie. Or what is it? Batman vs. Superman. Like, her character in there seems stronger, right? And this, and obviously it's after the events of Wonder Woman 1984. But even watching the first Wonder Woman, like, she just seems stronger. And then watching this movie, and I get it, like, her powers, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, her power is different, or it's being affected differently. Mm-hmm. But even at her most powerful in this movie, she seems weaker and so that part didn't make sense to me and it's just like it's such an odd way to portray the villain too like it's just an odd movie overall it is very odd and and that first hour and a half of this movie are like seven hours too long um except for i like the the themiscara flashback shit with the little girl doing the Eh. i like i i like it i think it's fun um, they'll have their little outfits on. Uh, I, I want to talk about the villain. I really liked the villain's goal and yeah. what he did to execute it was very unexpected to me. Yeah. And, and I appreciated it being a, well, I'm just a bad guy. <laughs> I kind of liked that. I'm just yeah. doing bad things. Um, this movie felt like. I don't know if this makes any sense, but it just felt like the fourth Wonder Woman movie where in a, <laughs> a in a hypothetical world, we had gotten two other Wonder Woman movies without it felt like Chris... Iron Man three. It does, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. But yeah. this would be where the move where the franchise like jumps the shark and then they bring back Chris Pine somehow. You know what I mean? And it's like, this yeah. doesn't make any sense. Why is it so weird? And it just felt like we didn't get those other two movies. So it's just all of a sudden this completely different style. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think what was disappointing is that I felt like, I feel like if Batman could defeat your villains, then it's not a Wonder Woman movie. But it's and not. And I felt, <laughs> I no, felt like, no, no, here's the thing. I feel like Batman could take these guys out. She's fighting a god, one. Yeah. And another person who has her powers. So. Yeah. It's equal fight versus a god. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I still enjoyed the movie. I mean, I yeah, I enjoyed Justice League. Or yeah, is that what the movie's called? Justice League. I enjoyed that movie. I enjoyed. I mean, I enjoyed Suicide Squad for the most part. I I can't watch it anymore. But like, <laughs> I enjoyed it originally. Like, I was like, this is fine. And then at more I watched it, I was like, yeah, I can't watch this anymore. 
Um, but right. like, I I can still watch movies and enjoy them and not be like crazy critical to a point where I'm like, this is garbage. Like, you know, I, I read yeah. some stuff on on like Twitter and I'm just like, it's a it's fine. I can watch it. <laughs> I still <laughs> had a good time. If I had a good time watching it, it's fine. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and they're they've already greenlit a third one, so we'll get more. Maybe it'll be better. Yeah, I just it it just didn't have great action in this this film either, which are kind like of the, yeah. So when she was fighting that one scene in the in the White House, which they showed in the trailer, where yes. she's fighting with the lasso, that shit was badass. Why can we get more of that? Yeah, it didn't hit for me, and I wonder if it was watching this so soon after Tenant, where Tenant is such a loud, fucking bombastic movie and and then you get to hear and it's like i'm walking around with my man steve doing stuff <laughs> i like that just... part where she was showing him around he was like amazed by like the trash yeah, can or something <laughs> i i do <laughs> and also and i brought this up on twitter this movie has no 80s music in it yeah and, that's weird and how is that possible there's the one party they go to that kind of has maybe marvel bought it all it's just fucking annoying what was the point of this being in the 80s just because it's close to the the bomb like you know the cold war it needed to be in the cold war but i think you could have written around that (laughs) yeah i don't know why it's i don't know i did i did enjoy the ending um and i like its message and stuff like that and there's a moment in the middle with the plane which i really liked yeah and i also liked the joke where it's like we're shit diana that was so good (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that part was good there was see like it definitely had its moments yeah. um the part at the end where he's like looking for his son that part like had me in tears like, oh yeah like, and anytime anytime there's like a a kid and there's like a parent and there's any sort of moments like that it, it just hits me hard and i'm like on the verge of tears and i'm like holding him back and i'm like it's not gonna get me it's not gonna get me I'm pretty sure I've I've teared up in the middle of a movie trailer before, so it's very easy to yeah. get to me. Uh, yeah, I'm a sucker for things like that. I, I think I've cried at like half of the X Men movies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, because right, I just love X Men. <laughs> just like look what they're doing; they're on TV. Uh, I, I do. I think my big takeaway from this film is I wish, I wish it was an hour and forty five minutes, and then that Harley Quinn movie was two and a half hours. That would I would have liked that. Let's, oh, okay. Let's swap that around. Yeah, because this movie needed to be shorter, and the other one needed to be. It didn't need to be longer, but I would have liked it. Okay. Hmm. Did you watch that Harley Quinn movie? I did. Yeah. The oh, um. Good. The with, what's it called? With the, with the sandwich. Called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, that that sandwich makes me hungry every time I see it. <laughs> it's so good. Titular star of Birds of Prey. Yeah, sandwich. Birds of Prey. That's what the movie's called. There we go. You know, that sandwich should have been on the cover. Is it on the cover? No, I'm, I'm sure it's on the Target Special Edition cover or something wah, like that. Wow. Next okay. up is uh, Soul. Yep. Soul? I didn't I didn't watch this. I don't have Disney+. Plus. I watched it. I, I mean, my kids even lost interest in it, and I got, like, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I watched it. I was also kind of kind of bored through it but we tried watching it like in the morning Mm -hmm. and it was after like the kids had opened up all their stuff for christmas and like they were like they were gone yeah they were gone did they Um, did you watch onward yeah onward was really good 
Um, okay. I definitely like Onward more than this. Um, Interesting. I, I'm sure if I rewatch Soul, I'll probably like it more. I'm just like, to me, it, it just didn't strike a chord with me, but I, I hear it's really good. A lot of people really like it. I think I just need to rewatch it and be more in a mood for it. Mm. I just was, I was so out of it and tired because we woke up like at 5.30 ish in the morning to open presents because that's, we just, nobody could sleep. Yeah, because so. cause kids. Because <laughs> kids and because I tried going back to sleep because I told the kids, I'm like, dude, I'm not waking up before seven. I can go back to sleep. So I just got up and I was like, all right, let's just do this. Let's just get this over with. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> let's just do it. <laughs> Pull the band-aid off. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'll add one more movie to this list. Parasite. Have you seen Parasite? Oh, yet? yeah. I saw that in theaters. Oh, man. What a movie. God, I can't I stop thinking it. about yeah. that movie. It's so good. I think it's overrated, but I really liked it. It certainly goes places Did I didn't it, expect. It got movie of the year or something like that at the Academy Awards? It won it? something, yeah. Yeah, it won a lot of awards. I remember that. But yeah, I just, it's, it just has a very unexpected event. I didn't like, I mean, it has like, there's just a certain moment where it hits and you're just kind of like, oh no, this is where it turns. I don't want to, I don't want this to happen. I, like movies like this always give me some anxiety where huh. like you know everything turns to shit for them or like it's that cringe moment of like oh everything that they've been lying about the person finds out and you just don't want to see that part happen and then it happened but this was a little different because that didn't actually happen it was more like oh all the there's horrible shit happening like the 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 son gets hit in the head with the rock and you think he's dead and then that the crazy guy from the basement has the knife and you're just like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Just really... Stabs the sister at the birthday party. And just, I'm just like, I was like sitting there with my hands on my face going like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What a good movie though. It's definitely so worth good. seeing for sure. Yeah. yeah. Very good movie though, but I'd probably recommend that over any of these other movies we just talked about. Yeah, yeah, I would. Um, my wife didn't watch it. She doesn't like subtitles, so she did not <laughs> allergic watch to subtitles. It. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Wow. Um, I, for me, I I think because I've been watching anime since I was like twelve, and I used to watch it. I used to watch um, like I started watching Dragon Ball Z when I was like twelve, and I would read the subtitles in Spanish for the Japanese version of dragon ball z and so i started with that and then i started watching just regular anime with english subtitles and so i just grew up watching so i got so used to subtitles that now for me it's like easy so all my games have subtitles and watching shows like if i have subtitles on even like so when we have hulu on and we were watching fresh off the boat we would have subtitles on just because it was so loud in our house sometimes that we would just wouldn't be able to hear it and so we would just have subtitles on. It was just that's just how we watched it. It was easy. Yeah, I caught. Every, I didn't miss a thing. I missed a thing. <laughs> I read it all. I read it all. It's like reading a book. Who needs a books? Movie. A picture book. It's better than books. <laughs> I'm reading shows, baby. <laughs> movies better than books. <laughs> you can read your movies. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right, Ben. Let's <laughs> let's move on. Let's. Let's get through. We just finished getting through the non-gaming section of our show. Um, we got that was the fun, sexy though. portion. We got done with the sexy portion of the show. Mm-hmm. Sounds weird to say. Um, let's get to games we played. You have 
a list here. I have a Game Pass Bonanza. Do you want the Bonanza? Yeah, let's let's hit it. Let's hit it. All right. I'll run through the ones that I did really play a lot of first, I guess. I played... Bleh, I'm dying. I played that Monster Train game, which Ooh. is kind of similar to Slay the Spire. Right, right. You got the cards. You're moving up. It's weird. You're moving vertically up a train car, which I don't make doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Uh, and you got to stop the enemies from coming in. They're invading your little train car. I think that's cool. I liked it. I played two runs, and I'm like, I'm good. I don't need. To. It's yeah. just, it's just not for me. I wish there was a five hour RPG that was just this, so I could I could do it and and feel competent, and and all that crap, but. Um, I love card-based games, and maybe I should play that Witcher game because that's literally what the Witcher game is. Hmm. There's also that um, it was uh oh gosh, I'm spacing on it. Um, um, Steam World, Steam World Quest. Hand oh, I did play that. Yeah, I played like five hours of that. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll go back to that. Because hmm. I bought that on Switch, I, I could play oh. that. Oh, uh, there you go. I moved on to uh, Carrion or Carrion. I, I, I oh never, yeah, I've been waiting to play that. I never remember how to pronounce it. So I think this it's is that uh, Metroidvania-ish game where you play as a little monster blob. I don't think the controls are very good. You feel it feels like you're controlling soup, kind of pouring yourself throughout the level, which is cool, but uh, I, I didn't really care for that that much. You have a little grabby arm. And the controls for the gravity armor weird. I don't know. I, I it's also a Metroidvania game that's very linear, which okay. goes against what I want from yeah. a Metroidvania game. So I played like maybe an hour and a half of it, and and I just looked up the ending. I was like, oh, that's neat. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it didn't really didn't really do much for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I found it more frustrating than than cool. The the idea is super cool though. Um, then I played Carto, which is a puzzle game where you kind of get pieces of the map and you can rotate and move them around and manipulate the environment that you're on because you're on the map, obviously. And you have to build like, oh, this guy's across from the stream. And so then you have to rearrange the map so that you're across the stream and then he, then he appears and you can talk to him and, and do stuff like that. Uh, I thought the game was going to be solving more puzzles and like rearranging maps for me to get to places but it's more uh like a quasi adventure game where mm. uh like this guy lost his sheep and you have to go find a sheep around the map on weird spots and then he says well this one only appears if it's if it's uh like he likes to hide where it's surrounded by four whatevers and then you have to rearrange the map and then he and then the, the sheep appears and you get the sheep I didn't really. I don't want to do puzzles like that. Um, it's it's very well done, but it's just not a puzzle game for me. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's closer to that adventure game where you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, stick the gum in the microwave. Okay, like that nonsense. So stick I'm not, the gum not, in the microwave. What the? I'm pretty. <laughs> there's some uh, adventure game like famously you put. Oh, it's a hamster. You put the hamster in the microwave and it kills it, and that's like part of the game. I, I don't mm. remember what game that is. I don't like adventure games. So. Okay. <laughs> so there's that. I played that. Um, I played... I'm not even going to bring that game up. It doesn't really matter. Uh, that game doesn't matter. I, you know what I did? Not Game Pass, but it's free. I downloaded Roblox, 
to play Roblox because I want to know what the fuck Roblox is. Okay. I there's only there's a couple games I've tried on Roblox just to play with my kids. Um mm-hmm. B I think it's B Swarm Simulator. Okay. You basically just have a like you get a bee egg. <laughs> That's so stupid. And you <laughs> you hatch it and it gives you a certain type of bee and then you basically run around and you collect um honey from flowers. And then okay. you upgrade your tools in your backpack to collect more and more honey, and you do quests for bears that are around the map. Bears love honey. And as you go, you get more bee eggs to hatch, which is <laughs> weird to say. And so at a certain point, you have just a swarm of different types of bees, and they all do different things. And you can you can like use your bee swarm to attack like large spiders and different bosses and stuff. So that's one that I've tried. My kids play another one that's like Dungeon Quest or something. And I was like, and hearing my son talk about it, it sounds like cool. Because like, yeah, I I did all these missions and I got this cool sword. And when I swipe it, it shoots fireballs. And I was like, this sounds awesome. Bless you. Allergic like, to Roblox. Yeah. It's like, this sounds like it's like, like this sounds like finally a Roblox game I can get into. So I load it up. I try to play it. And I'm like. This doesn't tell me to do anything. I don't understand what you're doing here. Like, oh. and I had him try to explain to me what to do, and I'm just like, I I'd rather play a real RPG. I'm sorry, so <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I just I I'm out. I'm out. So what what did you what did you experience when you so got I played into like Roblox? five or six of these games? And and the reason why I'm playing this too is, in the lead up to Dreams, right? I don't think I heard anyone mention Roblox. Not a single damn person. And then I asked you the other day, uh, what the fuck is Roblox? <laughs> and you said it was like dreams. And I was all, huh, that's weird. So I looked into it. Yeah, it's this is dreams. This is what if dreams was just multiplayer games. Uh, and obviously without the cool creator tools. It's like, it's like if someone made plastic toys of dreams and then put it in the oven and turned it to 350. Mm, melted, slightly and inflated. Then tried to make games out of it right so i played like a shooter i played a little racing game they're fine i mean they're whatever it's, yeah it's just like hey here's some tools to make some games out like i i can i would compare it more to like little big planet too sure because it's like you have these existing tools you can make games out of it with it and then if you want you could try to make your like i just haven't found anything that's like not just collecting stuff <laughs> kind of nonsense yeah that that's the yeah. thing where dreams really does succeed is the games i played in there were good i i could say like, oh i recommend like play that puzzle game or play that whatever the games in this i was like nah nah you don't need to play any of this <laughs> this yeah is... yeah i mean and I'll, I'll you know give props to roblox because they're a huge ass company they're making oh, a yeah. ton of money and a lot of it's because the games are easy enough for young kids to understand and they're addicted to the easy tasks they can complete in them. And that's the thing, like like my kids started on Roblox as their go-to game where it's like they check in, they do their daily quest because it's just collecting stuff and hitting a number. And yeah. now my son is like, my younger son is starting to play like Yoshi's Crafted World and he's really starting to get the hang of like 
oh, I have to complete these items on a checklist, which he's never really done before. Like, he's never been super into any other game other than, like, Minecraft and Roblox. And so now he's starting to jump into other games and try them out. And so a lot of that, a lot of that comes with playing different games in Roblox and really kind of starting to build an interest in other games that aren't just Minecraft and Roblox. So, you know, they, they definitely do have a huge, just like grip on young kids. I mean, I mm-hmm. think I'm trying to remember how much we even spent this Christmas on gift cards for rope, like the Robux. Ugh. I, I think we enough. bought no we just went that much. like i think we bought maybe like 20 bucks each kid oh, and they just they yeah. just buy like cosmetics for them or something right so the little block man it's for just weird though in the, in the context of dreams where dreams could be super successful if they marketed it like roblox but I feel like they never explained what it was or like the possibilities of what it was very well. It was just kind of like, it could be anything. Like that's too, that's too abstract. Uh, it, They're just it, not doing enough for it. I forgot it existed. Yeah. There was a, I don't know if you listened to the PSI love you where they had the PlayStation awards and one of the, the write in topics was, uh, Oh, what was it? Like game under talked about, whatever under the radar type of thing right and so i filled this out and i think i put some other game i think i might have put immortals because i was like no one's talking about immortals uh and then when they talked about it on the show like everyone wrote in about dreams and i'm like oh i forgot about that (laughs) i need to go back and listen to i never listened to the episode yeah it's disappointing to, to a quick aside on that episode of like we had thousands of people write in I'm like well how come every person's name you bring up is a name i recognize then but okay whatever <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that happens that was a little weird yeah. like oh the nanobiologist got in i mean no offense nano but it was like <laughs> the nanobiologist got in like but thousands of people wrote in how did he like luck of the draw okay i yeah. guess but seven hey, other it. names i recognize you gotta shut out your local celebrity okay <laughs> i guess so good job nano good job i mean again no offense to you. You're great. It's just weird. Yeah. It's very weird. Pick some new names. Just pick at the end of the list, Aww. not the beginning of the list. Um, but yeah, it's weird that Dreams didn't... like. For all intents and purposes, Dreams should be way bigger than it is. It's so much better than Roblox or any of these other... Because there's a bunch of other things like this. But I just don't think they know what they have or how to market it. It, it's very strange. It should just be free to play. There, there. I think that might be one of their big failings was not having a a uh, way to make money, a way to tip creators within Dreams with Dream Coins like Robux blocks or whatever. It is. Yeah, that that might be its Achilles heel, in in terms of where it, it just ultimately can never catch on. Um, it's also weird too. Dreams has a lot of. I'm, I remade PT. I made, look, up look, I made Master Chief. And in Roblox, I don't think I saw a single uh, IP that was not, that was just generic. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything was, oh, the, the miner's here and he stole all the gems. Okay, whatever. Um, Dude, they, they almost, they try to get me every time I'm like, I, I see a thing that's like, you, you are, you can be Naruto. And I'm like, I can make my own Naruto. And then I get in there and it's just like, Run around and collect these coins. I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did see one that was... No, it wasn't Naruto. It was uh, One Piece. 
Yeah. So I guess that stuff does it, but it's not like Dreams is, or at least it was, filled with stuff like that. Yeah. It's it's funny though, like because Minecraft does that kind of stuff too. Like there's a Stardew Valley mod pack you can you can download. Oh, cool. And they like so you the first thing you do is you open up this book and it ha- it has like a quest line recreating events from Stardew Valley and so all you do is you follow the quest line and it recreates certain events from that and so there's it's just interesting to see games like that trying to just like <laughs> who can who can recreate other IPs the best the best <laughs> that uh, is fun. my favorite thing that's cool. Yeah, it's it, Roblox is interesting. I I just you know I the only game I've ever been able to play with my kids is that Bee Swarm Simulator, and that's the only reason is because like I want to know what other type of bee I could get. Okay, that's the only reason why. That's the only thing that keeps me going in that game. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right, more games I played, and I'm skipping some, so keep that in mind. Yeah, because I played a lot. I played Moving Out. You don't oh, need to play moving out. What do you no think of that? I, I've played it. I've played it before with uh with like um my kids and, and their cousin. That could be fun. Playing this fun. by yourself is the stupidest game. It's it's um to me it's almost um it's kind of like uh, uh what's it called? Overcooked. Overcooked, right? But to me it's more stressful. Yeah, the time aspect of it makes it super stressful. Yeah, but it's fun because I'm just like throwing couches through the window. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> that, that part was really fun. I ran over someone on the little overworld map, and I enjoyed that. <laughs> Get fucked, rando. Um, I played the tourist. Um, oh, which one's that? In part because it's optimized for Series X and all that shit. But it, it looks like 3D Dot Game Heroes. And oh, it I remember that game. Oh, is kind game. of like... Uh, it's got some platforming elements, but it's also another quasi-adventure game where I went to this island... And there's this DJ set going on and like everyone's not that into it and you got to make it better. So then you turn on all the smoke machines and lights and then the DJ's like, yeah, this is super great. I wish I was, I'm real thirsty though. And then you got to go to the, the fruit vendor machine lady and she's all, I ran out of supplies for the drink and you got to go find the berries or whatever and bring them back and then you get the drink and then you get the thing. And so it's, it's like a, the item trading quest in Zelda. <laughs> That's oh. the whole game well, to me. Um, odd. Okay. It's interesting. I, I don't think it's bad. It's, again, a lot of these games I'm just trying, and I'm like, ah, it's not for me. That, I don't need that. I played about an hour of that, and it's, it's neat enough, and it's free. So if you want to try it, it's right there. Okay. Um, I played Neon Abyss, which I keep seeing that one. You've been seeing that one? I keep seeing it on oh, there, and I keep, and I'm like interested, but I just haven't like pulled the trigger on playing. It's it. got that cool box art. It is a roguelike again, where, but it's like a not a twin stick shooter, but you're you're moving your guy around a uh, 2D space, but you on the right stick is you're aiming to shoot things, um, and it's a lot less, um, I guess, hardcore than other roguelikes where you'll die randomly for no reason. This has a more metered approach to it all, and the weapons are weird. I think the first weapon I got was a cat, so now I have a cat gun. Um, doesn't launch cats, but hmm. is a cat. And was the other oh the other thing was these little eggs you can get. So you might like this. You'll find an egg, <laughs> and then you carry the egg around with you, 
and it's kind of floating behind you, kind of like Yoshi's Island, but floating. And then after a couple fights, the egg might hatch into something, and now it's a little creature that does a random whatever thing. Like this fire creature shoots a fireball at the enemies sometimes, or this one tries to eat hearts on the battlefield, but if it does, it'll give you armor instead. Um, and they all have health too, so when they die, like the fire guy dies, and it's a fire explosion, and and whatever they all have different effects and you can have i think at one point i had like four or five of these little egg creatures flying around with me as i was going through these dungeons and it was pretty cool yeah uh, i i liked what i played of that game uh, a fair amount i do recommend that okay oh my god we're, we're not done yet <sighs> i played wilmot's warehouse which is a puzzle game uh, essentially where you're maybe not puzzles not the right word but you're in a warehouse and you have to keep stock of all the items that you get so like a truck will deliver a bunch of items that are just squares and then you rearrange them into piles like by type and but it's like whatever you want right and then mm. the the store employees come on the other side and they're like we want these things and you gather the things for them from your warehouse and it's like about keeping your warehouse clean and organized it sounds real stupid, but it's 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 real fun. Uh, if you're into the OCD nonsense world, where I have like lines of products and I've spaced them all out, like this is where all the stars are, and this is where the little toasters go, and I'm making little cubby holes for everything, basically. Uh, it's it's cool. I like it a lot. Um, it's definitely not for everybody because it's, it's a weird ass puzzle game, but it, that's on. Game Pass for PC as well. Might be, yeah. might be better to play it with a mouse. I don't know. Uh, but it's cool. You're moving all the blocks around as a little block dude, little Wilmot block man. I recommend that. Um, okay. Oh, one, one final more. One final more. One final more, everybody. I played the Toho Luna Knights game. Yeah, what which, is that? I saw you talking about that earlier in Discord. Yeah, uh, it's a... Oh. 2D Metroidvania. I don't know why I specified 2D. With the Toho people, who are people. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> it's like you're throwing knives, so it's almost like a, almost like more like Metroid, where you're okay. shooting things, and you can slow down time and pause time. And so when you pause time, you can get a bunch of shots off and then like run away and, and do weird things like that. Uh and it also affects enemy attacks. Like, you might have to slow down time so that you can walk through something without getting hurt. Uh, it's pretty cool. But again, it's a, it's more of a linear Metroidvania. And I just don't really like that that much. I want more offshooty things. Um, but it is fun. It's beautiful. Got great music. Uh, and the, the mechanic of slowing down time and, and stopping time is a lot of fun. You also can... Every time you attack, it takes MP, but if you get close to an enemy, you graze it, you'll recover some MP. So there's this whole mechanic of like getting real close to things or stopping time and getting close to them, which gives you less, but still gives you something so that you can keep fighting. Um, it's, it's, it's cool. Again, Game Pass, try it out. Uh, I've enjoyed the boss fights. I did two bosses so far, and those are fun, challenging like learn the pattern. How do I dodge this? Oh, I got to slow down time here, but if I stop it here, it's pretty cool. Um, Interesting. Okay. There's games everywhere. 
yeah, it seems like there's a lot. There's a lot. I did, and... I did look on there, and I was, like, trying to find something interesting, but, like, there just wasn't much that caught my eye on there. I mean, half this stuff, and I don't even bring <clears throat> up, like, five games, and there's three more that I actually do want to talk about more. Um, I'm, I might check out Monster Sanctuary, because I heard... Um... I downloaded that. Okay, cool. Because I heard Ben from Giant Bomb talking about it on their podcast, and he compared it to basically like a 2D. Oh, not Ben. Who was it? Um, Jan. Jan was talking about it on Giant Bomb. He was comparing it to basically like a 2D Pokemon. Yeah. Essentially. And uh, so I think I'm going to download that, give that a shot. Um, seemed interesting enough. Yeah, I agree. It looks, I downloaded it. So I'm, I'm try it this week. But Do you, you want me to tell you about Goosebumps? Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to know about one of your games because I still have like 700 games I've played. Oh, Jesus. So um, Goosebumps one one of just a random uh, Switch games that we bought just to have more games to kick around for the kids since they got all their Switch lights. Um, but I played it because my wife wanted to play it, but she didn't want to control it. So I controlled it. Um, and it's basically the type of games that I don't like, which are basically just like walking sims. But it's kind of like a puzzle game. Hmm. You're not going to like one of the games I have later. Well, it's like based in the Goosebumps world, which is based off the movie that had Jack Black in it from Got like it. a few years ago. I, you know, it was actually pretty fun to play it with her because like I didn't really care about what was going on, but it was funny. Like the jump scare moments were funny to like when she would get scared. But man. The loading screens on this game that I swear could have released on a PlayStation 2 <laughs> were so infuriating. And the motion controls were really bad on it. Um, and just like, it, it's got to be one of the worst games I've played this year. <laughs> but I still had fun playing it. Um, but there's, so there's this level where you're, trying to maneuver through this maze and get to the center of the maze to get this book <laughs> that you're supposed to trap the ventriloquist dummy slappy sure. into. Um, there's giant gummy bears roaming the hallways, and the only way to kill them is to shoot them with this gun that you got from Tesla, Nikola Tesla. <laughs> um, this is how stupid this game is. <laughs> is this Night of the Museum? What is happening? It's partly that. So the controls on it were really bad and like the gun has cooldown and then the gummy bears like respawn not too long after you shoot them. So I was just getting like irritated because they would just quickly respawn and then catch up to you really quick. So they'd eat you and then you'd die. And then the loading screen would be like as bad as Bloodborne was when it first came out on PS4. (laughs) So, but Yeah. yeah, that was, it was really bad, but for like, I think what it made me, it reminded me, I was like, you know what? This just reminds me how good Resident Evil 2 remake was because <laughs> the loading screens were a lot quicker, the puzzles were better, and the shooting was really good. <laughs> and then I played, um, I played more Grindstone. I got to the third world, I unlocked it. That game continues to be excellent. I really like it. I should probably also state the fact that I did get that code from Pop Agenda, um, for like, just uh streaming and i guess review purposes but i've already kind of given my take on it i think it's an excellent game i think if you like puzzle games um it's great i recommend it to me it's already gonna make my top 10 list for this year wow 
it's that's how much i'm enjoying it it's i just think it's so fun it's it's it i've hit a point to where like the, the puzzles are getting so difficult but i'm you kind of like i would usually blow through the levels really quick and just like not really plan out my next move and just kind of wing it but now i'm to a point where like i kind of plan out my path every move and that's kind of changed the game a lot hmm. for me and um i just think i just think it's a really good game and I've unlocked different like items that I take with me into battle, and that's really changed up the way I play. To where you can jump to different spots on the map. You have different suits that give you different abilities for when you make a move. Now, like, so I wear this suit where every time I finish making a move, two of the random enemies will jump up in the air because they're in love, and they'll just jump up in the air and like kiss, and they're just gone. So then that opens up their two spots, and so the the like board will shift. So just tons of different ways to kind of like play that, play the board. So that that part's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I've enjoyed enjoyed that game. I'll keep playing it. I think there's only maybe I think there's like five or six more. Maybe there's five worlds total. Maybe six. It doesn't show me, but I don't I don't know how many levels there are altogether. And then there's like daily grinds that you can do, which just allow you to kind of try to beat your score and earn free like loot out of it pretty cool and um yeah and then like i've i've played other games so if you want to if you want to kick back over to you all right let's finish the game pass bonanza (laughs) um on game pass i also played uh and a lot of these games are really new i think all three of these games came out this month that i'm going to talk about first one is unto the end which is a 2D side-scroller kind of action-adventure game uh, where it's it's like it pops up at the start, like, this game is not like other games. You can lose your your sword if you drop it and leave it. What? (laughs) Shit like that. Uh, And and that's true. So you, you have a sword, and you have a... You can light a torch, and you're going around these caves trying to just get to... um, your family. And there's these monsters there and the combat is kind of this block up, block down. Like if you see them attacking up, you block up and whatever. Right. Okay. And it becomes this weird sparring match, which I liked for the most part. Uh, it gets very difficult. Uh, hmm. And it's one of those things where if you roll, like you can roll into the enemy, you can roll through the enemy if you're in the right spot. But if you roll like too far away, you'll roll at them and like into them. And you'll drop your sword and shit like that. Like, you'll just get fucked. There's no health bar, but you can bleed out. And the game doesn't save while you're bleeding out. Um, there's all these mechanics and things. Uh, thankfully, the game's only like three hours long, so it's not like you have to deal with all this shit constantly. Um, and a lot of the combat encounters, I didn't know this for a long time, but you can avoid them either by running away or presenting an item. Like, I put my sword away, and I'm like, hey, you want these herbs? And the monster kind of goes up to me and takes the herbs and, like, just sits back down. Okay, I'm, I'm going to walk by now. Uh, and, and that's cool to have this world feel a little less like, well, this is the combat encounter that I'm doing now. Um, but a lot of this game, it had that uh, Dark Souls feel where mm. you don't know what's coming up next, and you're just kind of poking further slowly walking 
what's around the corner? And I find that enjoyable. Uh, especially in a game like this where it's different and not Souls. You know, it's a, it, you know not 3D, whatever. Um, and also with the combat and you're dying a lot on certain enemies, it reminds me of a Souls game. I, I liked it a lot. I did have to turn... There's like an accessibility thing that slows down the combat. And I did it for one of the fights at the very end because it, I was fighting this guy for like an hour. And it's, it's obscene. We're all dying two hits. He's got this whip thing and I can jump over the whip or I can block it or I can dodge this way. And it, it's, it's so fast. Where am I old? I don't know. Maybe I'm old now, but God, it was fast and you just die so quickly. So it's not even like, well, I'll get it next time. No, just fucking dead. What's Um, it called? Unto the end? Unto the end. Unto the end. Okay. It's, I really liked it. Um, I do. I not I don't love the combat. I think you I think they could have made this game have a higher combat focus and make the combat easier and it would have been better if that makes sense where you are fighting more and it is you feel more powerful, but at the same time I appreciate what they did and how you don't have to fight a lot and it's really only a couple encounters you really need to do apparently even though I felt like I had to fight everything cuz they're all evil monster creatures. Yeah. It was fun. And I, I, I recommend it. It's on Game Pass. I mean, come on. Don't, okay. don't go buy shit. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Game Pass, you idiot. Okay. Come on. Um, uh, I was reading some Metacritic reviews, and I was like, okay. I see. I see. Some people are just like, it's too frustrating. Yeah, it can be. Uh, yeah, it can be very frustrating. Yeah. If the idea of you do a, uh, a heavy attack or I guess a, a overhanded sword attack and you drop your torch, and then you gotta go pick it up. If that sounds frustrating to you, this is not the game for you. Well, I'll tell you what. Because you do that a lot. And you're like, you're rummaging around bodies, and getting items. It's just got this vibe. It's supposed to be, it says like, it describes it as ultra-realistic. So that sounds... That yeah. sounds pretty realistic, I guess. It's, it's cool. I don't think it necessarily hits the mark. It's made by two people, too. Uh, oh, a couple. Yeah. But it's, uh, I don't think it hits the mark in every way, but it was worth my time, except for that one fight that I hated. Um, and, I, and I like what it's going for, and I'm, I'm excited to see if they'd make another thing like this or whatever they do after it. I think it shows a lot of potential, and it's, it's really cool. Okay. Um, Let's go to Morkrid. Morkrid? Yeah. Oh, I've seen this one. More crit, yeah. It's this puzzle game, co-op puzzle game, which would be really cool to play co-op. Um, I did not play a co-op, but I did. So you have two people on there, and you control one with the left stick and one with the right stick, and it gets complicated. Um, it's a I beat this game, so this is a three-hour, uh, three-hour puzzle game, basically. Maybe a little less, and. You have to, so you're carrying, you're like kind of escorting this ball of light and the shadows kill you. So you need to stay in the light, but also because it's a giant ball of light, it's making other things cast shadows, including yourself. So you can't cross the players between Ooh, each other because they'll kill each other. Uh, and so it's, it's a bunch of puzzles and shit like that. Very strong inside 
or Limbo, but more more so inside vibes from this game, especially towards the end, where it it does that indie game weird dark ending thing super well. Um, and the puzzles, honestly, the first hour of this game, you're kind of like, okay, cool, I'm dodging this shadow and I got to put the block here. And if I move the panel, it blocks this other thing and I can get the treasure or whatever, or the switch to open the door. And, and it's kind of like, okay, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I, it, it stays, overstays its welcome for the first hour, kind of in the same puzzles over and over. And then after that, it's just excellent the entire time. Uh, all the puzzle stuff becomes like the exact amount it changes things where now I can hold this one light source and I can walk into the shadow. And if I put it down, it makes a, a temporary light blorb for me to stand in. Um, it, it starts changing up the gameplay a lot. Where one sequence I was on a bridge that there's wind currents and I had to have one character pushing the ball and the other character moving this shield to block the wind so it didn't get knocked off or I got knocked off. Really cool stuff. I, I highly recommend more crit. I think it's not going to make my top five. It's not going to make my top 10, but it's close. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Oh, wow. Okay. It's oh. close. I think it's really cool, especially the ending. The last like hour really went places I did not see coming. And I thought was done in a, in a really cool way. It looks like if inside and brothers had a child. Yes. Brother. Brothers. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. And it's good. Yay. Cool. The other game I played is also a new whatever, and I think this was one they showed in one of those showcases Xbox did that I just forgot about. Um, called Call of the Sea, and this is kind of like Mist or The Witness, um, with a little bit of Firewatch because there's a story going on. You're searching for your husband who went to this island to uh, find a cure for your illness, and then weird. Lovecraftian horror shenanigans start going down. It's not a, ah, it's not really a those. horror game. There's just Lovecraft kind of cosmic horror elements in this. Yeah, and it's super cool. I loved the puzzles in this game. You're it's it's that mist kind of. I never really played mist, so maybe I'm assuming too much on mist. But I never played it either. <laughs> yeah, where you're 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 gathering clues around the environment. Like, oh, this is that symbol, and then you go over this other thing and. And there's notes from your husband who was like trying to figure stuff out and he has stuff crossed out and he doesn't know like, what if I tried this? And all these different mechanical devices for you to manipulate and solve the puzzles for. I really liked it. I like this game a lot. The puzzles are so fun. I think the story is very interesting. There's one puzzle I'm calling the final boss puzzle. That was like two hours before the end. So it, but it was the hardest puzzle in the game where I must have spent 30 minutes on it. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm like. I'm missing a piece of this puzzle. So I finally, I broke down and I was going to look it up and I get to the, the video and he's like, okay, so to solve this puzzle, like, oh, there's narration for this. Okay, cool. I'm going to listen to this guy. See if he's smart. So you can solve this puzzle by the pictures or you can solve it. And I pause the video. Like I got it. And then mm -hmm. I tried something and it was wrong. And then, and then it led to another path and I realized the solution and I was so fucking happy. It was like, jump off the couch. Like I did it. Yeah. 
so cool. I love these puzzles. And it's like solving a weird alien language and rotating blocks. And it's, it's great. And that's why I bring up The Witness, where a lot of the puzzles in this feel kind of like The Witness, where the rules aren't explicitly stated sometimes, but you're given enough clues to, to figure it out. Yeah. Um, this one, I think for sure, would make my top 10. Wow. Uh, I, I really like this game. I highly recommend it. I played it on Series X. Ran pretty... It ran not that great, actually. <laughs> it. it ran it looks beautiful it has like a weird frame rate thing where clearly some of these areas are not hitting target and it it sucks but at the same time it's a puzzle game where you're never in any danger so whatever i can kind of give it a pass for that yeah it's not like uh it's not night city levels of <laughs> disasters but yeah this, this is a this is a great game i i would recommend if you if you like Firewatch for the story or games like that, like a walking sim kind of thing, but you want a puzzle, a really good puzzle game with it where you're investigating kind of what happened to my husband and his adventuring party that was with him to solve this illness and what does that mean? And and then the like the sea people are fucking here and like this is getting weird. It's really cool. It's a really cool game. Uh yeah, like it a lot. That is Call of the Sea. Call of the Sea sequel to call of duty no i don't think so damn and that ends (laughs) the game pass bonanza wow man you really they're they're gonna come they're gonna come to find you man oh yeah i played a lot of game pass games they said you did too much game pass Mm -hmm. that back you need a little extra money yeah well i i stayed true to my word and i stopped playing cyberpunk so yeah I did actually play like three hours of Cyberpunk, but then I stopped. Yeah, I I went back to revisit some of the games that were kind of like sitting at the end of my top 10 list. Games that I played that were 2020 games that I'm just like, that I wasn't too sure about if they were Mm going to really hang around very much. Some of those like Ori and the Will of the Wisp, I like went back and I was like, fuck, I I do love this game. Mm. Spirit Fair. Another one mm. that I went back that I kind of abandoned in the middle of, but as I went back and revisited, I was like, fuck, this game's good. Spirit <laughs> Fair is good. People need to play it. I think it's, uh, I think if, if people did have a rough year and maybe, you know, had some tragedy, maybe don't play it. Maybe wait for things to get better. Or maybe play it. Maybe it might be something that might help. It's, yeah, maybe. It's, it's a game about saying goodbye. It's about, a, it's a game that really is about dealing with loss and, and, and finishing. A completing unfinished business, helping people kind of pass to the afterlife. So it's 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 gonna be a rough game if if you've you know experienced some of that this year, but I think it's it's a wonderful game. It definitely has some very touching moments, and but it's also kind of like a kind of like a management sim in the middle of it, which is cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've I've fallen in love with just the Yakuza games, just in general, like. I was playing Kiwami the past few weeks, and then I just started playing Yakuza Seven like a drag or Yakuza like a dragon, whatever. Um, I there it's it's rare that I just don't skip through cutscenes and I read the dialogue like I fully read the dialogue and I sit through interactions like I like I just can't get enough of the interactions in the in these games. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I've never done that with games. Like, even, I mean, there's even parts of, like, Last of Us 2 where I was like, okay, let's just get through the fucking dialogue on this part. 
but not not in yakuza like i'm i'm reading through i'm going every sentence i'm loving every interaction like even the little meaningless ones like it's it's crazy and the battle like the battle system in uh like a dragon is really cool i like that it's not just straight up turn based like there's it adapts it's got some active combat in it um if there's an item or anything in the the area or environment like it changes up what you're doing mm. that part's pretty cool yeah it's it, it's just cool how engaging the story is like it it's not boring it's not like there's some parts that i'm kind of like ah come on let's just speed this up mm. a little bit but i'm still watching it i'm still loving it and enjoying it like it's uh, i'm hooked i'm like on chapter I'm, I'm i just passed the part where he got the smartphone so i'm not super far into oh, it okay but I, i'm loving it man it's it's been really fun to play these games yeah so um it's great yeah yeah it's been fun um i think i'll just be playing that i'll be playing a lot of that and then just kicking around on um any other games i have laying around i i'm gonna try to check out monster sanctuary see if i like that i played a lot of oriental will will the uh, will of the wisp the past week and spirit fair just to kind of like refresh my memory on those and i'm kind of refining my game of the year list and just trying to think if there's anything i missed that i need to finish or just think back on just because I, I i doubt i can go back and finish every game that i touched this year that i need mm-hmm. to um but there's plenty that i know will make the list so good yeah a lot, a lot of a lot of you know it was pretty good game for year or pretty good year for games a game for a year i don't know if there was a pretty good game for years but maybe more of an MMO kind of a thing. Year. Game for years. Yeah. Um, oh, man. The year's over. Yeah. New year, new podcast. What are we going to call the next one? Same <laughs> thing. <laughs> Two point. Every episode's going to be 69 from here on out. There we go. Nice. All right. The Let's nice one. I'll yeah, just look. name it nice. The nice show. The nice show. The final nice show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There we go. Um, hey, it's the first week I didn't play Animal Crossing. Wow! Actually, I, I lied. The, I did the. Uh... I did the. I did the toy thing. I lied. I did do the toy. Uh, yeah, thing. I did the reindeer games or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, a little bit of a letdown, but it's okay. I think because <laughs> we're doing Game of the Year, right? You're kind of just talking about that. Yeah. With Animal Crossing, I had our our lists or my list at least from when we did our Game of the Year in like July. And Animal Crossing was number three on my list. And Animal Crossing now is like number 12. <laughs> I just fucking booted that shit. Oh, Get really? Out. Yeah, I, I really... It's not even like I put stuff above it. I more just moved it way out of the way. I really... It's not like I'm disappointed. Maybe, no, maybe that's it. I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. That's what it is with Animal Crossing. Yeah. Just, just you could have been so much better. And you're not. Yeah, it's still it's still pretty high on my list because I think animal like it's my first Animal Crossing that I got into, so it really did oh, like. Yeah, I really do love that game. Is is there more that it could could have done? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I still think about Stardew Valley and all the things that it does, and um, but then there's still parts of Stardew Valley that I don't like. Like I think the days are too short, and I think that oh yeah, they're way too short. I feel like I'm always running out of time and like I'm on a time, like on a timer. I'm like, Oh, the winter's almost over. I'll say we're like Stardew Valley is a little more relaxed and it's kind of like, Oh, I can just chill and fish here or whatever. Um, so they all have their ups and downs, but I think overall I've 
I've just enjoyed that game. I think especially in the beginning when it's like, there's so much shit to do, but I got to wait till the next day. And then I can go in here and do this. And I think once you hit that, that like point of like, I've done everything and now it's just daily stuff. Then like for the most part, the fun, the fun of it's over. The fun is over. The the fun is over. Now it's just like, Hey, check in and clean up your weeds. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not into that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of other stuff. I I think that's what's nice about it. Like check in for the new events and stuff here, and then go play your other games. Right. Go go. I do think that. that's what's been most disappointing is the events are. Yeah, they're not that great. <laughs> no, they're not good, and yeah. it feels like there should be some kind of new checklist I get for December. Like do this thing and do that thing. Like the Nook, whatever the fuck Miles booklet. There should be a seasonal change to that so i feel like there's something going on yeah but nah okay yeah they just don't add enough to the seasons i think it's like oh there's some fish and bugs getting changed i feel like i've been catching carp for 75 years of my life yeah enough i don't know hopefully they they add some stuff next this coming year who knows they're not going to i i guarantee you they're not going to probably it'd be smart for them to just make a sequel (laughs) or something yeah, it'd be um, interesting if they did like, oh, Bunny Day's different, and now there's a new holiday in in May oh or God. something like that. That could be interesting. You just reminded but... me, Bunny Day's coming soon. Yeah, it'll be here soon. The damn bunny costumes again. As, the as much as we complained <laughs> about Bunny Day, if this game had come out in November like it was, we would have had that super shitty Turkey Day thing, and then this lame ass Christmas yeah. <laughs> would have been worse. Yeah, at least Turkey Day we got to cook stuff, kind of. I guess. The only time we ever got to do anything different <laughs> in the game. Yeah, I don't know. My uh my list is kinda wild. I'm um like Valorant made my list. Oh. So that's fun. Such a good game. I've been I've been like thinking about going back in and playing more Valorant, but I've been playing so much damn Fortnite. I gotta get that battle pass. <laughs> gotta get the pancake outfit. Oh, oh my god. I tried to play Fortnite on PC and I cannot I can't do it. Too many damn buttons. Oh, so yeah. much better on controller. I'm just not built for for shooting on PC if it's like multiplayer. Give me a single player game, perfect. No problem. Huh. No problem. You give me a multiplayer game, I'm fumbling around like an idiot. How do I crouch? Control? What the fuck? <laughs> My fingers don't bend that way. I don't know. Okay. How do people do it? <laughs> How do they do it? How do they do it? I don't know. Easily? I don't understand how you put crouch on control. What the fuck? Crouch usually C? In my mind, yes. I always change it. And sometimes it's control. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Or it's mouse button four. I don't know. Whatever that is. Mouse button four. My favorite mouse button. My favorite mouse button. It's so, my favorite, it's so worn out. I don't know. All right, let's end this. Let's get out of here. This episode nice over here. Nice. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to do it for us. Thanks again for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the shares. Thanks for always uh, putting up with us. Mm-hmm. We would we would appreciate it if you guys uh, shared the podcast with your friends, your families, your loved ones, your enemies, mm. anybody that's willing to listen. Um, spread the word of our little podcast. Final Checkpoint on Stitcher, iTunes, Google, GameFanatics.com. It's on YouTube at Load Last Checkpoint. It's here on Twitch. 
twitch.tv slash checkpoint. I know I forgot one other podcast service. Spotify is probably one of my favorite ones to go to. You can listen to it on your PC, on your phone, wherever, wherever you can link it. Um, we'll be back next week in the new year with episode 70. We'll catch you guys then. Uh, don't forget, if you have any questions you want us to answer on the next episode, um, we got Game of the Year coming up on the next episode, I believe. So let us know what your Game of the Year is. We'll be happy to answer it. You can always drop it in a DM to me on uh, in a whisper on Twitch. You can also DM me over at the Joelness. You can also DM Ben at Ben Runnings. You can also find our email, finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. Drop an email there. Let us know what your Game of the Year for 2020 is and really anything else. Let us know. You can also redeem your channel points here and ask us anything. And we'll answer it on the next episode. You guys have a good week. We'll see you next time. Happy New Year's. Yay.